Hey everyone, and welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of four, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms and parents master mealtime and become the bosses of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peace in your meals through prep and planning. This is episode number 103. I gave my kitchen the home edit. Here is what I learned. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. You know all those trendy Instagram, beautiful organized kitchens and pantries? Well, I did it and I am here to tell you about it. I'm jumping in today with a quick episode on kitchen organization, specifically kitchen organization in the home edit style. So if you're unfamiliar, the Home Edit is a company that combines home organization with interior design so you can create beautiful organized spaces in your home. They have a super bingeable show on Netflix that will convince you that you need to buy all of the organizing bins. Seriously, it's becoming a problem in my marriage. Um, Every time I ask my husband when he's going to stop buying board games, he retorts with when are you going to stop buying organizing bins? But I digress. Anyway, I've had the organizing bug for a while now, so doing the home edit wasn't a monumental change for me, but I did want to go over what I learned and what parts of their unique organizing system I found the most useful. Now, they have a book that can tell you all about how to do this. Um, I'll drop a link to that. And they do go over their system pretty frequently in the show, but to be honest, I only skimmed the book. I didn't give it a good read, so most of what I did in my kitchen was based on what I learned in the show. So let's go over their system and then we'll do a deep dive into what each of the steps meant for my kitchen and whether or not I thought the specific steps were useful or worth the time or money to implement kind of their systems. So the home edit has four main steps and those are edit, categorize, contain, and maintain. They're also really big into creating systems so that your organization is functional as well as pretty, which I love. And they are also all about creating rainbows in their organizing and creating zones within your spaces, which are essentially uh, categories that help you maintain your systems. Okay, so let's start out with the edit. The edit is the home edits fancy way of saying to declutter or to purge. So this is the step where you decide what is actually worth keeping and will stay in the space for the rest of the steps. Uh, I honestly didn't do much of an edit because like I've said on the podcast before, I'm pretty disciplined in what I keep in my home and kitchen to begin with. Uh, But if you are holding on to a lot of excess items, this is definitely a step that I recommend. It is useful um, and it's where you'll want to start out. So you'll start out by getting rid of anything that you don't actually need in the space. Their second step is to categorize. So obviously I'm on board with categorizing, but I do kind of want to mention that I didn't follow this perfectly. Um, And I'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about zones, but categories, but categorizing is the step where you get everything out of the cupboards and you categorize it. So you know what kinds of uh, containers you'll need, what kinds of zones you'll need, what kind of systems you'll need. And this is where you'll kind of decide where you're going to put everything when you're done. Anyway, like I said, I do this, but I don't do it perfectly because I just don't feel like everything always fits perfectly into a zone. Like I said, we'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about zones. 
All right. The third step is to contain. So this is where they will sell you on all of their beautiful organizing bins. Okay. They really actually don't do that, but watch the show and you will definitely covet all of these beautiful bins. So containing is, I completely agree with this. It is a hugely important step of organizing. To me, containing is kind of like giving respect to your things and to your home. So When you just throw something on the counter or throw it on the shelf, it doesn't feel very welcome. It always feels in the way and it makes the item kind of feel like a guest in your house, right? But if you love an item enough to own it, and if you don't love it enough to own it, then why do you own it? Um, It deserves a permanent home. So this is what containers do. It gives your things a permanent home. So I've been using containers and drawer organizers for ages, but the Home Edits Clear Stackable Containers, they are very pretty. Now, I didn't buy them for everything because they're a little bit pricier than some bins. They do have a line at Walmart, which makes them more affordable than they used to be. They used to only have a line at the container store and their Walmart line is more affordable, but there definitely are more budget-friendly options out there. Um, But there were certain circumstances where I thought it was worth the splurge for um, the Home Edit's own line. Um, And I'll dig into why that is right here. Um, And I'll also tell you when you can get away with the cheaper dollar store type bins. So let's talk about some of the areas in your kitchen that tend to need organizing. So the first area that we'll talk about is the fridge. For me, the fridge is notoriously difficult to keep organized uh, because it feels like it's ever changing. These items are not super permanent in our uh, fridge because we are using them on a daily basis. Uh, The fridge is actually one area where I do very minimal containing. Um, I find that bins in the fridge make it more difficult to fit everything in the fridge. I do utilize zones in my fridge, which like I said, a zone is an area designated for a certain category. So some zones in my fridge, if you're not quite catching this concept in podcast form, would be like a meal prep zone. So all of my meal prepped things that I'm going to need in recipes kind of go in a zone. And then I kind of have like a leftover zone of things that we'll try and eat throughout the week for lunches or snacks or that kind of thing. And then I have uh, like um, a liquid zone, which is where I keep the milk, the orange juice, the heavy cream, that kind of thing. So I do utilize zones, um, but I don't have like a bigger container for those things in the zones. Instead, I kind of just have a designated shelf for those things. Um, I have also purchased clear egg containers. So I do have a container for that. So I know when I'm running out of eggs, but other than that, I just use my regular clear glass Tupperwares as my containers, as well as clear mason jars to store herbs. So um, that way I can see what I have. I will say that in the fridge, Tupperwares being clear makes a huge difference. Um, They're key. So that's kind of where we're at with the fridge. I love zones. I don't usually do a ton of containing, but let's talk about freezers. So I have both a chest freezer and the freezer that is attached to my fridge, which is not a side-by-side. So basically it operates as another smaller chest freezer. So chest freezers are also notoriously difficult to organize because you need to stack items to be able to properly use the space. So this is an area where it was absolutely worth it to me to purchase the home edits line of stacking bins. So in my chest freezer, I use a combination of one of their products, which is called the everything large bin. 
and another product which is called the Everything Narrow Bin to best use the space. Um, my indoor freezer is smaller, so in there I didn't really have space for the Everything Large Bin, so I just used a lineup of the Everything Narrow, Narrow Bin. I'll try to mention where all the products that I mentioned are from, um, but anything that is the Home Edit brand I did purchase from Walmart. So that's kind of about the freezer. This was an area that I found it worthwhile to splurge on the stackable bins. Okay, onto the pantry. So I have a fairly large pantry as well as some cupboards that are utilized for pantry ingredients. Um, and I do have some cheaper opaque white bins. I'll drop a link to those that I have loved using in the pantry um, that are super cheap. So I kept a handful of those. I like to keep some of my bins for the pantry opaque, particularly for like bigger items that aren't so pretty to look at. So I like to hide them behind the opaque bins. I did splurge on some stacking produce bins. These are actually from Amazon, not from the Home Edit. Um, and I use those to keep our staple produce and snacks. I want them to be at eye level in a visible bin so that the kids can get to them and that I can easily see when I need to um, buy more. For backstock items, this is another thing the Home Edit talks about a lot is a backstock. So you kind of have what you're using right now out front and center, and then you can have a backstock where you'll store extras of specific items. So I do have a backstock in my pantry. Um, but again, I find the backstock items tend to fluctuate more. So it's harder to give them permanent homes. And it also is just, it's not the prettiest. So I like to use opaque bins for backstock as well. So I just have some canvas bins so you don't see the eyesore that those items can be. So that's all about the pantry. Okay, for the pantry cupboards, um, I got clear containers for all of my grains and my staples. Um, I used a combination of some Better Homes and Gardens easy closed lid containers that I love in um, varying sizes, as well as just the cheap plastic cereal containers. So depending what item it is, how big the item is, like how much of it comes in a package, that's kind of how I determined what size of containers to use in my pantry. But essentially all of my staples, my nuts, my oats, my pastas are now in clear containers so I can see easily when I need more. And this has been one of my favorite, most useful things that I've done since organizing my kitchen. So I will drop links to those containers. Now let's talk about kitchen drawers. So drawers are also sometimes difficult to keep organized. So for shallow drawers, drawers that aren't very deep, the cheap dollar store bins work just great. There's loads of options and many of my drawers still have these dollar store separators. But for deep drawers, I did find great success in the home edit stacking bins. The reason being I can double the amount of space that I'm able to actually utilize in that drawer when I use stacking bins, where normally all that top space is just wasted. So my favorite package or product from the home edit to organize drawers is called the bathroom edit. Their bins are kind of all the same and they mix and match. They all can modularly stack into each other. Um, so even though it's a bathroom edit, I found it really useful in the kitchen. Um, and that was my favorite one for organizing deep drawers. They will dramatically increase the space you have in your drawers um, by using up that top space, like I said. So that's all about containing and containers. 
The last step that the Helm Edit talks about is to maintain. And like I said, I've had organizing bins of some kind or another for a while, but this time I did really get intentional about what containers are in which spaces. And I even added extra containers so that I have space to grow. Uh, because that tends to be something that makes it difficult to maintain a system when you create it perfectly for the stuff you have without keeping in mind that you are getting more stuff kind of all the time. Um, Suddenly you don't have space for the new stuff and within a few weeks you've kind of slipped back into your old ways. So I created space to grow Um, And the system has been so much easier to maintain. I completed this project about six weeks ago and I haven't had to do a deep clean of my fridge since Um, I've also been using up produce that used to get lost in the fridge. Um, And at this point, the system of the whole kitchen sort of just maintains itself and I just replenish the items when I need to. Um, Which brings me to the next thing the home edit loves to say, which is it's a system. So One of the biggest things the home edit helps people with is creating systems that actually make sense for their needs. I actually love that when they go into a space to organize it, they ask their clients what functions they need the space to serve. I feel like in our own homes, we kind of tend to just let things creep and crawl around. And sometimes we don't even have a specific goal or objective for a certain space. Uh, But thinking about how you need a space to function and then coming up with the system makes everything so much more effective. Um, So I just want to tell you about some of the systems I've implemented in my kitchen. Um, I already mentioned that I put the snacks at kid level so that I don't have to get their snack every time they need one. Um, I also gave all of our snacks a permanent home. So I no longer have to think about which snacks to get. I know that I get the snacks that I have containers for. I just have to see which bins are empty. And then I add those items to the grocery list. It's quite amazing, actually. Um, I also implemented a system for having my kids help with loading the dishwasher and setting the table by putting all of our tableware in a drawer at kid level. So when we have guests over, they inevitably cannot find the cups when they want to drink. Oops. Uh, But it's super functional for our little family, even if it is a little bit unconventional. Um, I also have all of our spices in a drawer right next to the stove with the lids facing up so that I can see at a glance which spice I need uh, without having to try and find it in the cupboard. And obviously... It's in alphabetical order, at least most of the time, mostly alphabetical order. (laughs) There are more, but these are just some of the systems that are keeping things going well. And um, I feel like it helps to be able to see what exactly a system is when you're thinking about what systems to implement in your own kitchen. So when you are working on, on organizing your kitchen, I strongly consider asking yourself how you need your kitchen to function, what struggles you're constantly up against, and how you could use your organization to make things function better, um, not just look prettier. Uh, One way that the Home Edit recommends getting better systems is with the use of zones. Like I said earlier, a zone is an area designated for a certain type of item. And like I said earlier, um, I'm kind of iffy on how much I love zones. So for the most part, I like using zones, but I do have to be honest that I'm not a complete perfectionist in this area. Sometimes I find that organizing items by type of container that they fit in actually makes more sense than using strict zones. So basically what I'm saying is that anything that I store in a clear bin that stacks is stored together, even if that's like nuts and pasta and things that don't necessarily fit perfectly together. I do kind of try to create mini zones within those um zones. But like I said, I'm not a perfectionist because sometimes I feel like it just makes sense to organize things in a different way. Um, But 
zones is a great place to start. And I would encourage you to make your zones an individual thing and think about what zones would actually be useful to you instead of just creating what the most obvious zones would be, if that makes sense. All right. So the last thing I want to touch on when it comes to the home edit way of organizing is the rainbow. So the home edit loves to organize things in a rainbow order. Of anything I learned from them and from the show, this was the least useful to me and isn't something that I did or do a lot of. I still love you, Clea and Joanna, and I hope we can still be friends. To be fair, rainbow organized items look gorgeous, but in my case, I found that I just didn't have enough items for rainbow organizing to look as beautiful as it did for them. Um, And it also just doesn't seem overly functional to me. I don't always know or remember what color an item that I'm looking for is. I feel like if you are the type of person that does hold on to a lot of items or has a lot of back stock, um, you could do some really beautiful rainbow organizing in your kitchen. If you have a lot of cookbooks, that would actually be um, an area that I might do rainbow organizing because I think especially if you had them on display, that could be really pretty. But let me just to sh- but to just show you why I think it's kind of over the top. So in the show, Clea even organized her pantry snacks in rainbow order to the point where her kids just asked her for a specific color of snack. Like, mom, we're out of green snacks when mom is making the grocery list. So this is just too much for me. Um, but I do like how it looks. I did do a little rainbow organizing in my closet, and sometimes I do rainbow organizing with books. Um, If you are looking through your things and you've got some items that are just calling to be a rainbow, go for it. But overall, this wasn't the most useful advice for me. Okay, so now we've talked about the rainbow and we've gotten through the home edit style of organizing. And there you have it. That's how I applied the home edit to my kitchen. So my biggest takeaways from my kitchen organization project is to think about your spaces, think about how they need to function get the right items for the right space and contain the items so that you can maintain your system. Thank you for listening, friends. I always appreciate you. I always appreciate you tuning in. appreciate every download. Uh, Next time on the podcast, we're going to be talking about produce. Specifically, we're going to be talking about how to make your produce last as long as possible in the fridge. Um, I've been working on this lately, taking some new steps, and my mind has been blown on how much more we are using up things and how much less waste we have. So if you have a problem with wasting produce, you'll for sure want to tune into this episode. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, happy planning.